What is up? I'm your host, Gabby, and welcome to the Ship My Roommate Says podcast. Come vibe with my guests and I as we share our stories and open up about the taboo topics that roam around in most people's minds. Welcome back to the Ship My Roommate Says podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, and today we have with us a really great friend who was on the podcast last year and just so happened to join me in my really awesome Woman Positive studio. Give it up for Abby, people. Yeah. <laughs> you did that the last time we had a podcast, too. I have to keep it over Keep it true. Keeping it real. I'm so, so excited to have you again. I'm excited to be back, too. And it's just so ironic what we're going to be talking about today compared to what we talked about the last time. Also. I know. I know. <laughs> You know, not that acting like a lady and thinking like a man truly hasn't really shaped us to where we are today. I, there was, there was bits and pieces, especially within that show to definitely put us where we needed to be. In my opinion, I just, I had such a great time with that episode with you. Definitely. I think that was definitely a phase of our lives that kind of to the side right now especially compared to what we're going to be talking about today <laughs> I mean give people an update you know let them know I mean I'm sure we have new listeners what did our episode consist of last time tell them a little bit about yourself and what brings you on today so the last time we spoke my situation I was we were what talking about the single life and our mindset as mm-hmm. to Happy. the way the perception of dating and the perception of being a woman in the dating world mm-hmm. now no, exactly. And then it's like, what, a year later, my situation now is I have so a baby. Different. So different. <laughs> so different. Like you acting like a lady thinking like a man, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I tried to be for the streets, but the streets chewed me up and spit me back out and said, said you pregnant. Today, nope, not it's not for you. Here you go. <laughs> you, you should have stood on the sidewalk, but no, you, you wanted to be at the, in the streets. She had a girl. We named her Brenda. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I might not have a girl. I had a boy. Okay, okay, okay. We keep him he is pretty. He's pretty. Okay. But from, eyes, now I'm going to see it, but I'm going to want to call him Brenda now. <laughs> I what can't. Is, I can't with you. Why does Thea call me Bryn? Mm. Well, you see, you got to listen. You got to listen to this podcast you and you'll understand. See paragraph shit my roommate <laughs> <laughs> but you can't type the word shit it's with the ex- exclamation okay. point i mean by then that'll probably be built into, be built into the webster's dictionary <laughs> that that type of uh logic and grammar will probably be used 24 maybe the urban dictionary <laughs> i was about to say i was like no i see humankind getting real <laughs> Stupid, they're quiet. stepping it up they're stepping it up it's been a challenge, right? stepping it down. keep it down to keep it down <laughs> you gotta keep, keep it down, down. Oh, we could fucking do this all day anywho <laughs> anyways so ghetto <laughs> whatever you now. my i'm so ghetto <laughs> so, getting back we we could do this all day abby is one of my really really closest best friends like a ride or die, it's a big town. 
we just we're just crazy I love her having her on today with the episode that we've been talking about this is an episode that has definitely been in the works we have always said that this topic just really resonates with us we're gonna be talking about bad moms it's there it's the it's the way society depicts mothers who technically I guess give it their all or you know just mediocre moms like nobody said this shit was easy no definitely motherhood did not come with a manual and it's an indefinite topic that people don't talk about as to what what the society's perception of being a good mom is and it's like the smallest thing make you a bad mom and that's exactly what it's a conversation that needs to be had because I feel like there's really no there's really no definition of what a good mom is so to give people a little bit of history when did you become a mom so I became a mom in 2015 <laughs> when I had my six-year-old and of course I was like in my early 20s I didn't know what the hell I was doing it was it was a new experience for me opposed to now that I have my son it's like a different mindset but the when I had my daughter it's like motherhood kicked in but it's like okay I know what I have to do but it's like where do I start and being afraid of making certain mistakes to for society to see me and be like, oh, okay, she's she doesn't know what she's doing. She's a bad mom. But it's like, what what is it that makes someone a bad mom and what makes someone a good mom? I understand that. I, you know, when I first found out that I was pregnant, so prior to me even getting pregnant, really, I was always told I couldn't have children. I had a lot of health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really didn't help the fact. Um, so I always took it just with the grain of salt that it was just never going to be in my cards, which I was perfectly fine with. Like it was, it was something I was completely okay. It came to odds. Then fast forward and it's like, holy shit, I'm pregnant. And now it's like, I've always done my own thing. Like I've, I've been that selfish person because I, I was able to be, you know right. what I mean? Like, and then backtracking you know fast tracking it to she's here and bad girl jewelry jewelry is with me and it's just like holy shit like what now yeah what the where the fuck do you go (laughs) from here is there a cheat sheet there was no instruction guide I oh my the 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 overwhelming sensation of being just scared not knowing what the fuck to do yeah scary shit and and it's it's crazy because like every situation is different so like with my son it's like that was my situation I was told I couldn't have any more kids so then I find out I'm pregnant and it's like what the fuck like this was not in my plans this was like you said like it wasn't in the cards for you it wasn't in the cards for me either with my daughter I had complications and after her it's like I had three miscarriages. So I figured no more kids for me. I'm one and done. And then find out I'm pregnant. It's like, how am I supposed to do this? No. How am I going to do this? Like, is my motherhood going to be scrutinized because I'm living, you know, I'm doing me and doing my thing. And then, oh shit, I'm pregnant. I get it. Even into my pregnancy, I knew that my momming tech my momming style you know what i 
what I was raised with and what I wanted to instill and do with my child were like two completely different things. Right. Same. Exactly. Exactly. So when now, you know, that she's four, it's the best way to explain it. It's bad mom living. (laughs) (laughs) I have to agree with that one because for me, it's like what I was raised on. It's like, traditional you're a good mom you live for your kids like it's black and white and now that my children are here it's like I have a different mindset in parenting and a lot of traditional ethics it's like it doesn't agree with exactly what I do but it's like does that make me a bad mom or I mean because we we grow up with certain characteristics because of our childhood and it's like we don't want to instill those in our children Exactly. So, you know, the biggest one that I know I get a lot of looks with is I give bad girl jewelry, the tablet, the iPad. Definitely. And it's like, one, she probably looks like a spoiled brat (laughs) because she's holding, you know, a fucking iPad and then has my fucking Beats headphones on. Like it's, she, she's able to have that. Okay. Like whatever. So it's already the looks at that because and don't get me wrong, she sits there. I mean, she has her moments where she's a diva, but she sits there. You know, she she's she she has a purpose, she has a duty, she's doing it. Right. But I do that. I I get so many different comments about it from my family because of course it's like, oh, she's just gonna be attached to the phone. Well, no, because like we can limit it and whatnot. Right. And then a big one for me, don't get me wrong. I cook when I can, but I'm not a huge cooker. Like I, it's not something I do like, and I've come to terms with it. And I feel like my kid has come to terms with it, <laughs> but I mean, I feel, I feel it's a balanced nutrition meal. She eats at the end of the day. She, eats. she eats. And I, and you know what, I know exactly where you're coming from on that one, because growing up, it was like, you eat, we have food at home, you eat, mm-hmm. we cook, you know, traditional mom. And then now it's like, Hey, you, you want to pick something up? And it's yeah. just like, well, there's food at home. Yeah. I, I, I have McDonald's money now. And I, I remember my parents say. never had McDonald's money. There was a meme and it was like a cat. And it was like, you know, when you ask your parents to go to the, go stop at McDonald's. And then it's like, <laughs> when they actually say, like, ah! yeah that's how i was they have yeah. mcdonald's money all of a sudden <laughs> now it's because they have them grandkids <laughs> hell no my mom never bought me a fucking happy meal same it wasn't like it was very rare that we got that and then yeah. now it's like it's so common, common just to pick something up it's like do people cook still i mean i do here but there, you know here and there i cook it depends on like i said it depends. yeah people have their cheat days you know sometimes cheat years <laughs> Weeks. Yeah, it's going on a year. (laughs) But I've never felt bad about I guess to me because it's like I know my love for my kid is genuine at the end of the day. Right. You know, it's we have a we so we have our structures. So Jill and I, we I wake her up by like 645 in the morning. She is up, has to be up. Because it takes that little shit, like 30 (laughs) minutes, no joke, for me to just put on a pair of pants and socks, 
maybe socks because she might be having some already on. It takes me 30 minutes to brush teeth, do some hair, right, and put on a pair of clothes. Like, what? <laughs> 30 minutes for that would take me like three, four. You know how much extra time we could do with our with our activities. Definitely. You you can you could have meditated in the mirror before could, you got ready, had your coffee, get ready for some hot girl shit. Yes. But yes. no, taking care of a little one. Ugh. The nerve. <laughs> you're done i just don't you're understand done. she just wants to start the day with violence like, <laughs> she wants to start the day with violence i did not know i birthed such a violent being <laughs> i didn't teach her that she i don't know where she picked that up from i might be a bad mom but i'm not that bad <laughs> that is her i'm gonna blame the dad i'm gonna blame the dad on that one <laughs> and uh, one thing for me is growing up my parents were very, very traditional. So it's like things that like, for example, you know, moms need a break. Moms need a break. Oh my and God. if you, it's like, if you're, if you're a mom and you go out, it's, you're a bad mom because I, your life should be about your kids. You should not be going out. I'm the first to say like, you see me out. My kids are taken care of. Mind your business. Really? Yeah. They're like, fed asleep. It's like, okay, so why? They're taken care of. Exactly. They're being, they're uh, taken care of. And I can understand, you know, people that don't prioritize and they don't meet the needs of their kids, but yeah. no, exactly. why is it so bad for moms to take that mental break? There's just a stigma, like, you know, and, and that's because I've honestly felt it myself moms feel obligated to do everything for their kids no matter what so my biggest thing with 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 bad girl jewelry now it's like if there's something that I can't do or don't have time to do I feel automatically guilty because I'm like well I just want to do like everything for you even though you're a little shit you're (laughs) rude you don't eat my food (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I still want to do all the good things for you, boo. I think I saw a meme of it says single moms be having their snaps where it's like one minute you see a baby eating cereal and then the next you see her twerking and turning up. That is definitely my snap. You see everything on there because it, it's like you said, at the end of the day, I take care of what I got to take care of. And if I have some free time, like if my kids are in bed and they're watched, then I think I deserve some free time without being scrutinized for it. No, exactly. And who in the world wants to be judged just for doing something that we didn't get a rule book for? There is no instruction manual on how to raise a fucking little human being. <laughs> I'm just, it's, I'm baffled. I, I just, mm, no. And then with tradition, it's like, you know. Oh my God, traditional values. Yes, traditional values. It's like you hide that from your kids. Because I know growing up. Don't fucking shun. I know growing up. I didn't know that my parents went out or did certain things because it was, you know, it was something like, we don't talk about that. We just talk about how good parents we are. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I definitely don't want to hide my life from my kids. I want them to know who their mom is. Like, yeah, you know what? Your mom takes care of business and she's also a socialite. Yeah. She has friends. There's spot. This is the spot that she likes to go to or whatever the case may be. But it's just like, I feel like my mom, it's that stigma. My mom was such an OG bad mom. I mean, this is not a bash to her. I I went to bars. I went to bars when I was a young kid. (laughs) I went to the parties, the family parties. They had some good ass peanuts. Their Cokes were fresh. And I got to do karaoke. (laughs) 
I mean, I feel like that just set me up for my life later on. You're gonna need a call later. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, sorry, not sorry. sorry but it's just like it's things like that. It's like you know, growing up, it's like we don't talk about things like that, and now it's just like, well, why not? I don't understand. There, are, there has been situations with my mom too, where I'll bring us a what? I don't remember. I'm like, oh, oh, but you got amnesia. <laughs> Like, I still I still got you? the score. It's right here, homegirl. <laughs> it's no. on my heart. <laughs> you know what? It's because you broke me here. You broke me here, mother. I was this and now I'm this. And it's funny when she goes through all of the names of my siblings before she gets me, and I'm like, do you not even know who you I Oh is? my god. I have what about birthdays? <laughs> my that's my dad. Yeah, my my no, dad. My mom is honestly probably the best when it comes to dates and birth dates. I feel it's like after you pop out two kids, you automatically have to be really fucking good at it. So <laughs> that way they don't get suspicious that you know you don't know who is who. Right. But whatever, <laughs> irrelevant. As long as my mom knows. Yeah, for the last is. five years, I think my dad's been believing that my birthday's on in August. And see, it's not. <laughs> my brother, sister, and I all are in the same month, all within the same week. Oh wow. So that's if, a lot. That you know what I feel I feel for your dad on that one. That's a lot. No, you should know. That, that's a You're lot. Supposed to have me, homeboy. You tell me when my birthday is. You had, when did I choose to grace this world with my fucking presence? There was some OCD going on in those conception times, man. Right? I'm like, they really liked that month. The TV must have been broken or something. Sluts. <laughs> I love oh my, my parents though. Like, oh they god! Watching, no, they're the realest. She said sluts. <laughs> they know what the they have whole tendencies. It's like okay, you know what, mom? It's okay. We know you had a spontaneous love life back in the day. It's okay. It's uh, okay. <laughs> it is okay. <laughs> it is okay. Oh well. Oh, I'm funny. Welcome to the shit show. Yes. Anyways. But coming back, I just lost my spot. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't say I blame Homegirl for doing everything she did. I can't say, but technically no, um, back to before I forget my dad would forget my birthday. So he always thinks my, I'm my brother's birthday. <laughs> because it's and all the same week. Mine. Poor man. Yeah. <laughs> if it also helps my brother-in-law is like in the same, like a day or so after us. So it's like another person added onto that month and week, I guess the standards of parenting now it's like, it's so high. It's yeah, it's so high. And it's and, and I get it because there there are really a lot of deadbeats out there. There mm-hmm. really are. And the ones that do hustle and do what they got to do, it's like because of what the standards are and what the status quo is. Mm-hmm. It's like we're stuck in the middle. It's like, what do we do there? But it's just like it comes to a point where it's like, you know what? Fuck, fuck it. So I'm sure you've noticed I'm like a huge observant person and I love to people watch. It's like my favorite thing to do. Oh, yeah. As long as I've known you, I've always known that about you. Yeah, it is honestly one of my most favorite things to do is to people watch because it tells you a lot about a person 
with doing such minimal things, like just body movement tells you a lot, eyes, you know, just facial expressions, all of it. It's just, you could definitely tell a lot. And there was, where was I? Oh my God, where was I? Ah, can't think of it. This slipped <laughs> my mind. I swear. And I swear. <laughs> no, um, I don't remember what was. That is the mom brain for you, though. Definitely, because everything that's going on in your mind, there's so much going on in your mind when you're a mom. Yes, though. I understand that. Thank you for helping me. But yes, I just, okay. Do you always feel as, as a mom that you have maybe, let's say, 10 topics, 10 different things that you need to do. Mm -hmm. And as you're trying to get those 10 things done, three subcategories come up for each task. Yes. See, that is how my mind operates. And then it's like, oh shit, what was the original? And then the first thing that you didn't do, you come back two hours later, like, shit, I got to finish that. Exactly. That is exactly (laughs) how I feel. That's what happened in my mind. It's like, Oh, I'm going to tell you about the quantum realm and how we're able to get there by just utilizing your microwave. Boom, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is my mind, people. I don't know how better to explain it than that. <laughs> like, I really can tell you the 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 key ingredient to parenting. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Have you ever walked out with the wrong pair of shoes? Like yes. you're dressed up, no, the cute, and then you walk out with your Crocs. No, okay. Well, I'm my, I'm Croc Nation over here. But. My thing is, is like I will make I will make sure I get my coffee right, and I'll make sure that I have it ready. I put it by the door, like it's ready to go with all of our bags. Then I grab all of the bags, get to her school, realize, fuck, where's my coffee? <laughs> I'm the same way. I already <laughs> locked up the house. I'm in the car. You know, we're running late, and it's like, fuck, dude, I left Do you my go energy back? drink. Oh, so no, if I'm running late, no. Okay, see, I. Cause I have to take the keys out of the ignition, go and lock my door. And I'm just like, fuck, okay, dude. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> he put, he put his keys in. I took it out. Well, I guess I think you're right. You're right. You're right. I take it back. <laughs> take it back. Recent. No, though. I, okay. So what I, squirrel. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That's, I feel like that's a sign that, you have your kids in your mind because it's like, my kid has this tomorrow. They have this tomorrow. They have this tomorrow. Squirrel. Oh, dude. Okay. I forgot to put pants on. Thank like. you. No, thank you. With my, with my daughter though, that is the one thing I like, as long as everything for her is good, I don't give a shit about forgetting my stuff. Yes. I do go back for the coffee though. I also <laughs> like live like a little bit like 10 minutes from, but it's like, if that's going to help you stay motivated and like, it does not kill people. Yeah. Not to forget to drop your kid off at school and take them to work by accident. Then by all means, get your coffee. I've I've, I've done that. (laughs) I've taken my kid to to work before. (laughs) I remember you told me about that. (laughs) I I can't wait for the day that she's able to go to work with me, but no, she'd be a tyrant, dude. (laughs) I want, I go to work for a vacation. Then the tablet comes in. Yeah. Then I, we, now we understand the tablet concept. You know, I can work for vacation. Like that's, that's <laughs> that is your, that is your me time. Same. Like 
This is my me time. You know, at, at during my house, she's the boss bitch. And then when I'm at work, I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let me have my kingdom, man. <laughs> Let me be a boss back. somewhere. Thank you. No, I feel okay. So there's you already the- scarred my uterus, child. What more do you oh want? Oh my god, dude. Labor with that little girl was the fucking worst. Okay. Did you have natural births or did you have um, like C-sections? I had C-sections for both. Okay. Okay. So with C-sections, are they like scheduled or something, right? They are. The, yes, they are scheduled. And then there's also an emergency C-section, which happens when you have complications. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm familiarized now. I, okay. So did you have like a little waiting period before they like took you back? To like the, the surgery room uh-huh. or like for the scheduled one. Uh-huh. Yes. So. Oh, you had an emergency with one. And- well, I had an emergency C-section with my daughter because uh-huh. I, I was horrible health. Like I first time mom, I didn't know what to eat. I didn't read the books. Didn't do none of that. I just thought, oh, I'm eating for two. I can eat whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. You know, people are pampering me, spoiling me. First grandchild. So emergency C-section because I had high blood pressure. I it was it. just rushed in. I get it. I get it. I had food aversion when I was pregnant, so I could not eat anything like hot temperature wise. So if it was steamy or fresh, like I was like, no, can't like just gagged so bad. I remember being very, very sick with my daughter. Like the smell of water oh, man. just made me gag Looks and I got sick in the brushing <laughs> <laughs> my teeth <laughs> and like everything made me sick. Um, just the the process of her it was just like god this shit's beautiful like when when does pregnancy get beautiful like let, let's be honest when when does pregnancy and labor get beautiful because I remember getting a message when I went into labor with my daughter saying you're gonna love this experience it's gonna be so fucking beautiful no I'm there on the table like bitch when does this shit get beautiful I wanted to, fuck this I wanted, I wanted somebody to shoot me when I was in labor <laughs> like she was a preemie so she came early right about five weeks and <clears throat> her head though was full 40 weeks <laughs> that fucking head oh my god that dome that too <laughs> it was bad man so heavy it's like a crime scene in my pants <laughs> No, it was so heavy. She just, it was like, I just like, you, you know how they tell you like your body is like, so it's like this. So it's like their head is sitting like on this bone or this bone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, and I went one way. It hurt. I went the other way. Fucking hurt. I told, I literally told my sister, I was like, go get my gun so you can shoot me. Shoot me. (laughs) (laughs) I was done with fucking labor. I was like, let's just fucking have this child already. You like to take it out. Please. Felt like the movie Alien, just like (laughs) you know, just coming out. I love that. Oh my god. So yeah, like my first one was horrible. It was just like for being a mom for the first time, experiencing that. Yeah. It was like fuck this. But then, you know, with my son. It was a totally different process. It was a scheduled C-section still, but I was in better health this time because I knew what to eat, what to drink. Um, I knew what to expect this time. Like I was like on 10. I wasn't, I felt like a badass mom. I was like, I know what to do this time around. And it was just smooth. Like labor was smooth. Everything was just smooth. And then 
even my recovery, like I was walking by day one, eating solids by day two. I was walking around by, by week one. And I'm just like, yeah, I got this shit in the bag. I was just like, but it all goes back to the mistakes I made when I became a first mom. So it's like, you know, cause like we, like we said, there's no manual for this. It's like, what the fuck do you do? It's like, you, you, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And I try my best with my kid every day, you know, it's some days are better than others you know, she yells at me and I might yell back at her. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. I, it's the roll of the dice on things, but for the most part, our dynamics since, you know, the changes that I made earlier this year, um, I feel like we're getting better. I feel like things are working in a more positive situation. She has her moments of being a little shit, but she's also a little shit. Like, She's also a four-year-old little shit. So like she's adjusting to human life and society and the way the world is like us, we've, we're what, halfway through our lifespan, maybe not even, maybe not even half. Maybe you're in. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) Tomorrow is not promised. (laughs) Who knows? But (laughs) I mean, but you know, the, especially like with what the world is now, it's like, it's like literally our parenthood against the world raising our raising our kids i i've noticed that the difference already just in what i see with how i was raised to okay so my best example is my daughter's school i i love observing her teachers and all of the other mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. and seeing how they are with their kids. I mean, I don't see them dropping them off, you know, at a Christian Academy, bumping Megan the Stallion like I do, <laughs> but I, I, I love seeing the different interactions and seeing like how other people are with their kids. And it's so funny to see the different, just person, like the, the personalities and stuff. Right. It's, it's, it's fun to see people just being in their own elements definitely I feel like the way my parenting with my daughter it's definitely different from what I was raised on for sure so I was raised on survival morals like you care what people think about you work hard you do this you do that tough love Mm -hmm. and but how do you do that when for example my daughter is very very sensitive so I wasn't raised on expressing myself which I, as becoming an adult, communication and talking is another, it's like a, a subcategory for mental health, especially being a single mom. Because yeah. so much is going on in your head. It's like, we weren't taught to overcome those struggles. It's like, no, we really weren't, you know, you don't cry, you don't talk, you don't tell people your problems, you suck it up. But it's like, how do you do that when you're raising your child who's super sensitive? It's like, and yeah. you see how it affects you. You don't want it to affect your child the same way. Bad girl jewelry is so, so sensitive. And there's really, and I, I don't mind it, of course. I mean, there's some moments where I'll, I won't feed in, but then there's some where I'm like, okay, no, you're genuine. And, you know, she'll get to sleep in my bed or whatnot. Right. But it's like, I also just kind of treasure those moments because it's not like she asks for it all the time. Definitely. I feel like 
I don't want to take those moments away from Ari because I know exactly how it affected me. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it's like, I think we talked about this the last time, like the tough love affects yeah. our love life, yes. our connections, our relationships. And it's like, with my daughter being so sensitive, it's like, you know what? I'm going to try to be patient. I'm going to let you cry in yeah. my head. That's cringy. That's bothering me because yeah. it's like, it I'm does. suck it up in my head, but it's like, you know what? Maybe you needed that shoulder just to let it out. Or maybe me listening to you prevented you from going to the wrong person or doing some just irrational, doing something crazy. Exactly. You know, there's no, there's no way to explain how to be a good mom. There's no way to explain how to be a good parent. Definitely. I feel it is just one of those things like, what is it? uh, As long as you're fed, sheltered, clothed or something like that. Something like that. you're good. Like, that's it. I did my best. Like you're, that's how at least I feel like I've never said that I was the best mom at things. I've always been okay. Being the world's okayest mom. Like, <laughs> right. I'm just, you know, I I'm with yeah. you on that one. Yeah. I, I just, I'm so not for the expectations, you know, like I had, I had placed a lot of expectations on myself when my daughter was first born. So fast forwarding it to now, it's just like, we look at each other, her and I, I'm just like, <laughs> No. <laughs> you thought you thought you thought and uh, yeah, you know her and I have conversations as if not necessarily of course that I don't see her for her age or I'm trying to make her grow up sooner or whatnot but I have the conversations with her where we keep it real and I'm able to just tell her hey this is this is how we are this is how we're going to start doing things this is what we're going to change up And I always like to tell her, just be honest with me. Like, I can't help you in situations where you kind of want to lie or not tell the truth because you feel like you're going to get in trouble. You just got to tell me what's going on. I was like, but the second you lie, I can't help you. Definitely. Um, I grew up with really strict parents. Same. So the, the structure that we had in the house was, you know, like you, you can't date till you're 18. You can't, you can't hang out with certain people. Oh, you can't be like, you can't be like the exactly. Yeah. You have to have your siblings with you. You can't hang around with these people or do this and do that. And it's just like, you know, we grow up to be judgmental and it's like, well, what about the morals of actually just being a good person? Yeah. You know? So, cause I, I have rules on mine, but they're not over the top because I know for me growing up in a strict household, it, I, it created a sneaky kid. It created there are so ways many things that I did as a kid to get a yeah and yeah sneaky. I am preparing myself for with my kid because you know karma. You know I'm 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 preparing myself. And but. you you know what you did as a kid. You know what you lie about. You know what you do. You already know. It's like wasn't a bad kid. I guess is my thing. Like I did. I made not great decisions, but I was not a bad kid. Like I was a bad kid. I will say that to be their kid. Okay. I was a poster (laughs) child for like being in everything. I might've gotten in trouble like here or there, but it was like slaps on the wrist. I was a bad kid because I was so sheltered and came from such a strict household. I feel like there's, you got two reactions. Either you grow up with a good head on your shoulders because you had that structure. And then you grow up really fucked up because, because you, you had so much structure okay. it's like agreed it's like when you tell someone you can't 
mm-hmm. the more I want to do it. So I became exactly. a sneaky kid. I became a manipulative, lying kid. I knew how to get myself out of shit because I hear more about this. Yeah. <laughs> and as I as I'm a mom now, it's like you know, Ari, like you can't bullshit me. You can't bullshit the bullshitter. I, I wrote the, I wrote the playbook. You can't. That's what I try and tell bad girl Joey. I'm just like, I don't know where you think you're going. You're going with this. (laughs) Like I will win. I will win. I win. You lose. Oh, give it down. Oh, you do. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. But it goes back to that. Like what we were taught as kids, it's like, okay, you know, this and this and this, but how about, you know, what, what if those kids are acting out because they don't come from love or they don't whatever, come from the same? Yeah. Whatever the case may be. It's like, I also think it's knowing each other's it's knowing your kid's love language. Definitely. I, uh, my daughter's love language is words of affirmation. She needs to be reassured. And to me, it's like, you know, as a kid, like I felt like I should have gotten a little bit more affirmation from my parents. Mm-hmm. And I guess I turned out okay, <laughs> but with her, it's like, you know what? I, I know exactly what that yeah. to fill that void. So it's like, I'm going to do it. And you know, sometimes my parents don't agree. It's like, Hey, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. But it's just like, I'm not because I know what effects it had on me. Yeah. No, Jill's is physical touch for sure. She is like, me. that's she, my love language. Yeah. She needs, you know, to know that somebody is there. So I, I love that about her because I'm like, I'm the exact same way. I'm like, just hold me and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Ari is. It's like, you know, she wants to know that she's noticed. She wants to know, is she doing a good job? Am I proud of her? And then now that baby boy's here, it's, it's a little bit more challenging. It's like, yeah, well, mom. And now it's more of like, I think this is where I question my motherhood sometimes because it's just like, you know, I have the baby in one hand and um, he's crying or I want to feed him and mom, I want toast. Okay. Well, you're not crippled. Go, get, go get the bread, go make it. Oh, okay. Because she's, you know, she's so sheltered. She was the only one for so long or mom, I need to take a bath. Okay. Go start the shower. I showed you. Yeah. No, bad, bad girl Jerry likes to do all of that. She is so freaking independent. I love it. Yeah. Ari's so dependent because she was the only grandchild for so long. And she has that support system. She has grandma and grandpa on both sides. I just realized that she, y'all, your parents only have grandchildren from you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. On, boy and a girl. Only Light two bones. grandkids. Uh-huh. No <laughs> wonder they smother. Light bulb. Exactly. I'm like, where was that when I was growing up? I was like, where was this type of love, Sheila? For- <laughs> All right, Karen. Damn. No, I... Summing up, there, there's going to come a time and place where bad moms don't get judged for half of the shit that we get judged for right now. Right. I only feel, one, as other bad moms, where are y'all at? Like, send the girl a DM. Let's hang out. I want new friends. I mean, not like my other friends aren't, you know, bad. She's all right. <laughs> She's had a baby. Uh, I still have the fupa, so gonna be some time to uh, come back you know super <laughs> super fupa oh my god it it, so it's gonna be some back. time before i'm back on my hot girl shit but 
Like you, what did, what did you say? I see IUD birth control this time. Now. I, oh, no I more see, kids for me. I love my kids, but fuck that. That shit is good. Oh, I'm I, not, not, just, no. No, I, like I told you earlier, Can't have I the, red bo- the red box ant. I'm like, I will rent your baby and then take it back <laughs> once I'm done. You okay. said that earlier when you were holding my son. Yes. I was like, I just, like here you go. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, thanks. Great right I was like, I enjoyed those 15 minutes of just Anytime. standing here with no, no one yelling at me. It's what I'm here for. Well, if anyone else is interested in wanting to come on, talk about, you know, anything they have rambling on in their minds, this is what I'm here for. This is what we thoroughly enjoy. Feel free to reach out shipmyroommatesays.com drop a little contact link in there you can also reach out directly gabby g-a-b-b-y at shipmyroommatesays.com we're gonna wrap up this episode miss abby it was wonderful having you (laughs) it was great to be here bye bye (laughs) hey if you enjoyed today's topic and guests just stay tuned and subscribe 